Welcome to RBC's Markets in Motion podcast, recorded July 12, 2021. I'm Lori Calvacina, Head of U.S. Equity Strategy at RBC Capital Markets. Please listen to the end of this podcast for important disclaimers. This week in the podcast, we run through our thoughts on 2Q reporting season, which gets underway this week with the financials, gets busy next week as sector representation broadens out, and gets crazy busy the last week of July when over a third of S&P 500 companies will report. Three big things you need to know. First, 2Q reporting season is off to a good start, based on the stats of the early reporters. Second, an important shift in earnings sentiment has occurred, with cyclicals value and financials weakening. And third, our recent analyst and investor surveys suggest inflation impacts will be a key issue to monitor. If you'd like to hear more, here's another three minutes. While you're waiting, a quick reminder that you can subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and other major providers. Now, let's jump into a few more of the details. Point number one. 2Q reporting season is actually off to a good start, based on what we've seen from the early reporters. The percent of companies beating consensus on both EPS and sales is tracking very high, similar to what we've seen for most of the year. The stock price reactions also speak for themselves. 56% of the early reporters in the S&P 500 have seen their stock prices move up 1% or more in the one-day trading session immediately after their prints. Outlook commentary has generally been positive based on our transcript review. So far, 13 of the 18 S&P companies we have transcripts for have noted continued strong demand, although several have also commented on a deceleration in the pace of growth. This is something to keep an eye on in the weeks ahead. On margins, 10 companies have mentioned expansion, while six have referred to flatter contracting margins. Pricing power and labor pressures have been hot topics as expected, though on the latter it's worth noting that a few have also commented that labor pressures are abating or may soon. Point number two, an important shift in earnings sentiment has occurred as we head into reporting season. The cyclical value trade is entering 2Q reporting season a bit wounded. That's not a statement on recent performance trends. Rather, the percent of sell-side EPS estimate revisions to the upside is no longer stronger in value than growth for the first time since January. Similarly, cyclical sectors are no longer tracking ahead of secular growth sectors on the rate of upward revisions, reversing a trend favoring cyclicals throughout most of the year. This is really because at the sector level, financials have faded on upward revisions within both the S&P 500 and the Russell 2000. Financials remains one of the strongest sectors on upward revisions for the past 13 weeks, but has actually become one of the weakest over the past four weeks. This is another pillar of support for the cyclical value trade that has dissipated recently. It suggests to us that the recent performance woes of value and cyclicals aren't just all about the macro and 10-year yields. There's an earnings component as well. For the value trade to get going again, we think we need to see earnings sentiment shift back in value's favor again. Point number three, inflation impacts will likely be the key to how this reporting season is judged. In our late June investor survey, 53% said that inflation pressures aren't baked into consensus estimate and or company guidance at all, or are baked in only a little. RBC US equity analysts weren't quite as pessimistic in our mid-June analyst survey, but 49% still said this wasn't clear or they didn't know. We don't have a great feel for how this is going to shake out from the early reporters yet, but we do think this issue will be one of the keys to determining price action in the broader market in the weeks ahead. And frankly, if things aren't as bad as the buy side fears, that could actually end up being good for the stock market broadly. 
That's all for now. Thanks for listening, and be sure to reach out to your RBC representative with any questions. This content is based on information available at the time it was recorded and is for informational purposes only. It is not an offer to buy or sell or a solicitation, and no recommendations are implied. It is outside the scope of this communication to consider whether it is suitable for you and your financial objectives.